welcome. Here we are bridging the gap between the young and seasoned, faithful and faithless, single and married, to the Fortune 500 CEO and even unemployed. Through our own experiences, conversations, and collaborations, we hope to initiate and cultivate camaraderie through this journey called life. So join us. Welcome, welcome back to Bridging the Gap. I'm Sheila Ingle Ledbetter. And I am Kayla Crone. We are so happy that you've come back to be with us again today. We plan to speak on prayer. And uh, what we would like to do at this time is maybe even open with a little prayer. I, I think it seems appropriate. Dear God, we ask you to be with us, Lord, and to be with the hearts of the people that are listening to this, Lord. We just ask for your will and what we would say today, and that and that if there's anyone that needs to hear anything, the Holy Spirit, you'll just bring it to our remembrance of what we can say here so that we can uh, glorify you, Lord. And in Jesus' name, we pray and we ask for you in this. Amen. Amen. Okay, first of all, with prayer, the question often people will ask is, what is it? Why do we pray? We go to church and we see people praying and it can kind of seem sometimes uh, almost and how do you how do you, help me with this, Kayla? I'm trying to think of the words to say this. And how do how do I pray like this other person? What is my prayer life like? How does it how does it line up? Is there a ABC one, two, three? Yeah, like imitative. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And it's about relationship. It's about relationship. Our father is all about relationships. And he wants it to, to be your prayer life, to be your prayer life, your conversations with him, your petitions, your requests, your heart. He's all about the heart. He listens to the heart, what the heart is saying. And he knows when we come to him what we're going to say before we even say it. But he's open to hear from that. Now, with prayer, uh, Kayla, can you share with us just a little bit, uh, looking back, because it wasn't many years ago for you, when you first started praying, how, how, that, how that felt to you to, to have a relationship with God, the God of the King of Kings that created the earth? What was that like to, to you, and, and how old were you? Um, well, my prayer life has really come in, in, in stages, you know, it's grown through season to season from glory to glory. And so it's, uh, you know, when I first got saved at 13, I, uh, I, I didn't view prayer the same way I do now. You know, it was very, um, uh, I didn't really see it as a dialogue, honestly. It was a monologue, you know, just me, <laughs> oh God, forgive me of this again, you know, like, or, um, in something like that. But it, um, I guess I've always been more conversational in my prayer. You know, I've never really, a lot of people do struggle with the formality of it and just, you know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And even though, you know, um, we are instructed, we do have guidelines and instructions in the Bible with just prayers that the apostles prayed and that, um, you know, various individuals that were seeking God during their seasons in life prayed, um, for myself, I've always been much more conversational, you know, much more laid back, just kind of, um, Lord, you know, you see me, you know, you see where I'm at. So I never really started with the formality of it, but, um, I, I quickly learned and grew into a dialogue, you know, of it. And so, 
um, yeah, to answer your question, it wasn't. Um, prayer for me has evolved throughout my relationship with God. So, yes, I, I know with me, I wasn't raised in a Christian home, and for me, it was a little, a little hard to feel comfortable talking to to God. And so I was more formal with that. But I, I remember when I got saved, I didn't really know much, but I knew what I was feeling, and I knew He was drawing me, and I knew I had a destiny. And it was it was spiritual. It was a spiritual thing that I I couldn't say no to. But my um, prayer life has has changed tremendously too in the fact of um, being able to draw closer to Him. I've had some dreams and some visions that have really just um, drawn me closer to Him and feel more at one with Him. But uh, with Jesus, when Jesus died on the cross and the veil, you know, the veil was split, we get, the word tells us that we can come boldly to the throne because of, of righteousness, because we are righteous through Jesus. So he sees us as his children. And I know, uh, having children myself, you, they don't come bow down and, and ask you for something. Well, sometimes they might ask you and run, but a lot of times they're going <laughs> to nag you. They're going to want it. They're going to let you know why they want it. Mm-hmm. And there's many places in the Bible where he says that, you know, come, come to me and, and, and ask. He's asking, you shall receive. Seek and you shall find and knock and the door will be opened to you. And what better way to ask and knock and seek than in prayer? How are we going to be able to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and not have a relationship with him? Yeah, not have a, a conversation, not have communication with him. I think so many times people over, they overanalyze it. You know, for um, prayer is something that opens so many more doors in your life and in your faith. You know, for me, it was that it was, it actively built my trust in my relationship with God. You know, it allowed, it also, it, this might sound really weird, but it also kind of acted as kind of therapy in a way as you know he's always there listening. You know you know he has your best interests in mind. He, God. Um, and sometimes, you know, when, when, we, when we're audibly speaking out loud or we're praying out loud, I think the Lord has a way of reminding us, kind of showing us uh, or reminding us the promises he's laid on our heart that maybe we've forgotten through prayer. So, Yes, and praying to him is it's an act of faith. Because I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm looking at you. I see you. We don't see him, but it does. We, it's impossible to please him without faith and mm-hmm. without believing in him. And speaking to him and believing because he sees the heart and that faith activates it. Words can be words, but you know, he says, you, you know, you're speaking, you're speaking these things, but your heart's not with me. He says that in the word. So he's looking for the heart. Every how you mumble up with the words is okay. As long as your heart's open and it's open to him because he's open to hear. He's created us for something and there's things we're to do on this earth and he wants to give us instruction and he's left us with the Holy Spirit. I love where, you know, when Jesus says, I've got to go and, and, and you're going to be happy I'm gone because there's going to be an advocate. There's going to be a teacher. So Holy Spirit, you know, we're talking here about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit all in one. And I know that we're supposed to pray to the Father and, we're so, and nobody comes to the Father but through Jesus Sometimes in my prayer, I'll kind of, I'll say something to the Lord. I'll say something to the Father. I'll say something to the Holy Spirit. And I'll go, oh, what's technically right? And you know what? I realize he knows my heart. They'll sort it out when they get there because 
<laughs> when it gets there. It's all about my heart. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, quit judging yourself, Sheila. They're not judging you. The main thing is that, that, that you're trusting that it's getting through because he says that it will. He says, come pray. Jesus prayed. If we're trying to be more like him, you know, Jesus would go off yeah, and he would spend, you know, time alone praying and then he would come back strengthened. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't say anything I didn't hear my father say, and I don't do anything I didn't see my father do. Well, how many of us can say anything even close to that? You know, one hour this week, the only thing I did for that hour was what I saw my father do or heard him say. And you can't see him or hear what he's saying. Unless you're connecting with him and you're saying, I want to hear. I want to hear, Lord, you speak. Uh, I'm not necessarily speaking, uh, saying audible. I mean, he's perfectly capable. He's God. He can do whatever. Mm -hmm. But he speaks in so many ways. And I think he loves for us to look. How are you speaking to me, Lord? What is it in? Is it when somebody else is talking? Sometimes he'll answer your prayers through something somebody else says and your spirit will quicken. It's like, wait, oh, that, that fits with what I've been praying about. And this person doesn't even know it. But the, the main thing is that we see the importance of prayer so that we can stay connected to him. Jesus said, Lord, he said, he said, Father, you're in me. I'm in you and I'm and I'm in them. And that we have to have that abiding and connecting with with the father, with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's. I mean, hey. He's here. He left him as a deposit. I love that. It makes me think of a bank. And he said, here, I'm, put, I'm putting this little deposit in, in my little bank, my little people. Y'all have all got you know, the Holy Spirit in you. This is the Spirit of God. This is the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And he lives inside of us. I know recently we've done a lot of talking about the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. And I feel like Holy Spirit's leading us now into some more of the of the spirit part because we are a spirit and we have a soul, which is mind. We'll just shorten it and say mind. And we live in a body. So I feel like Holy Spirit's leading us into each one of these sections as he's wanting us to draw closer into him. Uh, I, I just, I really, I feel his presence here right now. And I, I feel that I'm in awe of his of him drawing us. Yeah. It's, it's funny when you, when you speak of the mind, the soul and the spirit working together, triune, I just, just pictured, uh, the Trinity father, Mm -hmm. son, the Holy spirit working together, triune, you Mm -hmm. know, they all work together. They all have a purpose, but the bigger thing, you know, what I was thinking of when you were speaking was that, um, how many times do we just, whether you're new to the faith or whether you've, you know, had a relationship with God your whole life, whatever that looks like, whether that's morphed through the seasons, hopefully you've grown in it. I, and the Lord checked me on this a few months ago, um, really sooner than that, about a month ago when I was preparing for a Sunday service in, um, how many times do we, do we pray in passing? How many times are we mindful when we are praying or we're getting ready to pray? Mindful meaning how many times are we expectant Mm -hmm. in prayer of what the Lord can do? You know, because there was, there were many times that, you know, in the Bible that the apostles would pray, but they would press in in prayer. They wouldn't just pray one time for, you know, the healing of a family member or, or, you know, for, um, the, a city, you know, and just, and shambles. They, they would, they would pray on and on. They would be persistent in prayer. 
And I think the Lord just brought that back to my remembrance. Like so many times we pray for something and it's like we forget about it. And it's like being persistent in prayer, like learning to press in in that, being expectant that the Lord can and will whatever way he wants to. So, Yes, yes. Uh, when you were talking about maturing more in the prayer life, I know in the Old Testament, you know, they, they have all these laws. And in the New Testament, Jesus says, you pray for those that, that persecute you. You pray for your enemies. And it's like, whoa, that's a whole nother ball game there that we're talking about. And if we're supposed to, the commandments are to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. To be able to have that love, you got to be praying for everybody. And so prayer, it stepped up a notch when Jesus came because he came, he died, and he bought us. He's redeemed us. And, and, and now it's like, and he's left us the Holy Spirit. My goodness. Thank you. I mean, we're sitting in, we're sitting in high cotton here. We're doing good. Now, that's an old saying back when I was a kid. <laughs> that's a country song. Walking in high cotton. Daddy used to cotton. pick cotton, and, <laughs> and he used to say that. So, which meant there's a good harvest. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to that also. There is a good harvest in our prayers because he hears those. And the, the pra- prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Mm-hmm. And that used to scare me. I thought, oh, I'm about as far from a righteous man as you can get. <laughs> I'm a wretched man. <laughs> a wretched man. That's it. But, you know, the more he's showing me that, no, Jesus, it's Jesus' righteousness. And when you sin, no matter what it is, we sin daily because we have sin nature. Just repent. And, and it's, it's gone. He doesn't remember it. It's as far as the east is from the west. It's like it never happened. And we can move on and continue on and pressing in and, that, and having that prayer life. With that prayer life with him, the things that he teaches us spiritually, we can bring some of those things into the carnal world, which the carnal world, the darkness is getting darker, but he's getting lighter. Um, yeah, there's, um, <clears throat> I'm reminded too that, um, you know, of, uh, you know, the Bible does give us outlines of prayers. I mean, think of, you know, the Lord's prayer, you know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I remember that just from going up just that specific translation. But, um, it, it, even though we don't pray as formally as that, I mean, it's, it's in the Bible for a reason because there's power in it. You know, when you come to God in prayer, our father, like our father, the same father who deposited the Holy Spirit in us, you know, the same father that moves mountains, but yet he comes to say our father. He makes it personal. Mm, yes, yes. Our father who art in heaven, praise your name. Because when we come in prayer, I think it is important to recognize the righteousness of God, to recognize the holiness of God that so many times I, I think we water it down like man, who are we that we can come before this holy, righteous, this grand God? I mean, he the veil was torn so that we could, but he is still holy. And we forget that we need to recognize that, say, Lord, thank you. We praise you because you are good. You are loving. You are fearful. You are righteous. You are just. And I'm not commenting you just to say, I need this or help me with this or, you know, just jumping right into it. I think that the Lord delights in us recognizing, you know, he doesn't need to be reminded he's righteous. He doesn't need to be reminded he is holy. But that's our relationship mm-hmm. with him. He loves to hear that from his children. So I think those some of those prayers in the Bible, just like a lot of old hymns that were written are just, they're powerful because in a way they remind us of, 
hallowed be your name, you know, your kingdom come, let mm-hmm. your will be done. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this prayer is not just about me. This is about your will being done in my life. Um, and then you have all the prayers in the Psalms of David and just mm-hmm. prayers of relation. David saying, woe is me. I, I'm, I'm broken. I have nowhere to go. I need you, Lord, only you. So you have relatable prayers, you know, people that were going through things back in the day that we're going through now. So it, prayer is powerful. Powerful. Like in, in the word where it says, be anxious for nothing, but let your requests be known. And one of the things Holy Spirit's been dealing with me on, because I have uh, had times have had, I've been treated for anxiety and sometimes I can feel it trying to come on. And I'll say to myself, okay, okay, what is my request? What do I want? And it's amazing how my mind will get on, well, what, I'm going to put this in a request form and take it to the Lord. And it's amazing how that kind of deactivates my anxiety. He gives you the answer. The answer, be anxious for nothing. This is how you do it. Let your request be known. It's like, well, wow, that's powerful. He's a powerful God. If he, if his word says, let there be light, you know, wow. I mean, <laughs> there's light. <laughs> there's light. And his word's alive. Um, Yes. I encourage everybody when you get in to get into his word because I, I found he he loves when we pray his word back to him. And Holy Spirit will bring that's that word. So powerful. Yes. Because yeah. basically what you're saying is your word says this. I believe this. My faith is backing up what I'm saying mm-hmm. now. And it's not a feeling, that. it's a fact. I know it's this so powerful, because you yeah. say it, God, and I'm reminding yeah. you, your word says this, and this is what I'm asking for. I'm gonna get it. Because your word says I will. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can just see him smiling down when we do that. Hey, this kid's got yeah. this. My baby yeah. dog right there. She's it, got it. That's so crazy. And I remember, um, you know, Sheila always jokes she wants to be just like me. Well, I want to be just like Sheila because I remember when her and Phil first started coming to some of our midweek prayers here at Radiant Church. Um, she would, like, I just, one of the biggest things I remember of her was her spirit, her conviction when she prayed. But not just what she prayed. She prayed the word of God. Like you prayed the word of God. And I'm like, that's when the Lord really started nicking on my heart. And he, he reminded me of other speakers. I had that really made such an impact on my life and their prayers. I was like, man, they are so powerful when they pray. Why? They were praying back the word of God. And that's why it's so important to memorize the word of God and to get in the word of God, because only the Lord will bring that back to remembrance at the right time when needed when praying back the word of God over any situation. So, yeah. And I'm amazed sometimes I'll be praying and I'm listening when I'm praying. You know, the word tells us that Jesus, Jesus is our advocate. He's standing before the father and he's praying for us. And sometimes I'll say, Jesus, what are you praying in this situation? And I'm, I'm listening for what my spirit, what comes up in my spirit, not my mind. My mind will try to figure it out and I can flub up. I can flub up more than anybody can fix. Now God can fix it, but a human can't fix what I can flow up. (laughs) Mess up. But, it's amazing what he'll bring. A lot of times he'll bring it to me. And he'll, it's like Holy Spirit will remind me of a verse in the Bible. And, and, and it's like, oh, this fits in that situation. And he wants me to say it out. And I say there's, there's power in our words. There's, the word tells us there's angels around waiting for his word to be spoken, for them to go make it happen. And uh, reading the word is going to uh, increase your faith. Speaking the word increases your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, that could be... Uh, this day and time, we have the technology to listen to the word on your phones and, you know, on your iPad, uh, whatever. And then also you can read it. You can read it out loud. 
And it's like, my goodness, he's given us everything we need. And he's at, he's telling us, ask, ask, and I'll give it to you. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter. And it's the glory of kings to search it out. And Jesus says, we are priests and kings. So we are kings. So it's to our glory to try to search it out. And it pleases our father when we're searching. We want to know, we want to know. And part of that is so that we can carry on a conversation that we know your language, Lord. He gives us, I'm sure he gives us grace when we're younger. And then as we grow up and and he expects a little more from us and he expects us to be able to, to uh, recite back his word and whether you actually memorize it or not, it's amazing how Holy Spirit can bring it up. Whether it's the gist of it or the actual wording of yeah, it, yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, it's powerful regardless if you get every word in there correct or not. Yeah, it's, amen. It's I mean, He says that it it should be written on our heart. Yes, you know, so that, and and I know I've I've recognized many times in my life whether I've had a business meeting or, you know, I'm working on something else for the for the ministry or just a lot of times it's happened in secular business meetings that I've had with people that it's. It'll, it'll come up, you know, that I also work in ministry and, um, we'll just, some people I find out, Hey, we're, we're fellow believers, brothers and sisters. And then, um, maybe they just need a word of encouragement at that time from the Lord. And, and because I've been in the word, the Lord will bring that up, you know, in conversation of, okay, whether it's in prayer or just discernment, but, um, yeah, I mean, prayer is, is so multifaceted and it is really the direct line of communication, you know, that the Lord uses. And yes, uh, one of the things that the Lord was giving me as I was studying uh, today was uh, in the gospel of John chapters 14 through 17. I'm not going to read all those, but I think there's some people here that are kind of listening. Give me something to go study in. This, this is awesome. This is Jesus talking about, you know, how to pray. This is, this is some awesome stuff. And I encourage everybody to read it at least once. If Holy Spirit leads you into studying it, study into it. You're not going, there will be a blessing. I can guarantee you there'll be a blessing and that you care because you're seeking, you're seeking it and you're, and you're, and you can ask when you read over this. The Holy Spirit told me a while back with some different people would come to me and I said, Lord, what am I supposed to tell them? The Bible's a big book. Ooh, where, where do you, where do I point these people? Because I would have people come into my life and ask me questions and I'd never see them again. And he, he is, he's a, he's a just God and he wants to answer. And he gave me this. He gave me the book of John. I found out later that it, it really is a really good book. He said, have the people. And when I say this, this is not, he didn't speak to me audibly, but he, he does speak to me and it's a knowing. I just know. Um, and I'm sure many of you have that too. And later on, I hope we can get more into to this and the prophetic and the, the gifts of the spirit and the fruits of the spirit. But for now, I'm just going to step out there cause I'm just going to be real. But, uh, he told me, have the people read the book of John and have them to pay attention to who father is, who Holy spirit is and who Jesus is. He said it's revealed in that book. And so that's a powerful book, a powerful place to start. Uh, If you don't have time for anything but John uh, chapters 14 through 17, I highly recommend that that you try to read those this this week. I think you'll really be blessed with it. And that's awesome. I I know I'm definitely going to read John 14 through 17. And um, yeah, I, man, I mean, we could talk for days on prayer, you know, and it's, uh, it's something again that. You, you know, we should all be growing in all the time. And I, I think what's so important is that we remember it is a dialogue. We, we're not mm-hmm. the only one speaking. Prayer mm-hmm. is just as much listening as it is praying, speaking. And 
Um, that's one thing that I've really tried to develop discipline in is just listening in mm. prayer, um, listening to the voice of God, because so many times we can get stuck on hearing our own voice in, a, in the wrong way, you know, and um, the Lord's saying, be quiet, you know, be quiet. <laughs> Let me speak. Listen, hear, listen to me, hear from me. Um, so, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Well, one thing that kind of puts uh, prayer on steroids is fasting. Amen. <laughs> is that where we're going next? <laughs> I think so. But with that, with that fasting, you know, you're making a sacrifice, and mm-hmm. you can read all through the Bible. It's, it's I care enough, I'm searching enough, I believe in you enough that I'm willing to give something up and 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 to come to you. And of course, we can talk about that even more later on, but a little bit more now on on prayer. Well, some of the things I've noticed is that Paul would say. Um, Pray that you not fall into temptation. I saw that quite, I've seen that quite a few times. And it's like, wow, how many times have I said, Lord, I pray that I not fall into temptation? No, I try to do it on my own. Oh, I'm tempted with that. That food right there, that chocolate, mm, I could tear that candy up. Well, I'd like to give an example. We had our fall <laughs> festival and we had, I, I don't, 200,000 pieces of candy, it seemed like. I don't know. We had a lot of candy. 200,000 people. And I, th- <laughs> I thought, oh, Lord Jesus. And I said it to him. I said, Lord, I, oh, you know me. You know those little rappers. I'm going to rip them babies up and I'm going to be chewing on that chocolate and I'm going to be hurting tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk more about the body later about what sugar does to the body. <laughs> but this is what I did. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of this. I said, Lord, I can't do it for me. I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not able to do that. So this, I think, was was like a leave me not, you know, help me from being tempted. But I said, God, I'm going to offer this to you. And as a fast, I'm going to fast chocolate tonight. And if, how many pounds of chocolate do you think were around me last night? I had no chocolate, but it wasn't me. It was him. It was him. He gave me what I needed to pass up on the chocolate. And and I, my body's benefiting. My mind's benefiting from it. But it's like, oh, thank you, Lord. I was able to do it for you. What a small price to pay to do without chocolate during the most tempting time. But I'm proud of that. But not because of me. Glory be to God Almighty. Anybody that knows me knows I don't have that kind of willpower. <laughs> But the spirit, yep. the spirit of God that lives inside of me does. And he yeah. kept nudging me. No, you're doing it for Jesus. You're yeah. doing it for Jesus. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Exactly. And, um, but what a small price to pay compared to really? yeah. what Jesus did for us, you know? So, so that'll bring us into our next podcast. You guys, <laughs> we're going to talk about fasting. So before we continue on here, uh, we're going to hop off and do you, how about when you pray us out here? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Be appropriate to pray now. Wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that you have a sense of humor and that we can do this and just be who we are. Lord, you made us who we are, and we can just we can just talk and, and just be open and transparent, Lord. And it's okay. This is a safe place to be. You're a good, good Father, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that each and every person that's listening to this, I ask you to open up their spiritual ears to hear. And Lord, the places inside of them that might be empty, the questions they might have, I ask that you fill them with your spirit, Lord. We have nothing really to give other than being vessels for you. Lord, that we honor you and, and, and we praise you in this situation. And Lord, all the glory be to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. All right, we'll catch you guys on our next episode of Bridging the Gap. Goodbye. Have a good one. This is a personal podcast. If you enjoyed our talk today, 
We would love to hear from you and pray you share this with someone who can benefit the most. Any views or opinions represented are individual and belong solely to the participants. The content presented is not to diagnose, cure, or heal any illnesses.